Hello, and welcome to In Betweeny. In Betweeny 002. Whoa! How special. <laughs> yes, the episode between the episode that combines episode and martini. Oh, yes. That's exactly what this is. It's a little something extra. A little something to get you excited. Oh, my God. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Today, we're going to talk about or ask, is there a formula to pop songs? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, we are. Yes. And by that, we mean we will be talking about Britney Spears. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to talk about yes. in the whole world. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Heaven on Earth off yes. the album Blackout. Now, I'm a bad gay. I, <laughs> my knowledge of Britney Spears is not as uh, extensive and wonderful and uh, just impressive after a couple of... Shots of tequila. <laughs> so now th- this this episode was birthed on a taco night. Yes. And taco night means tequila, and tequila means Britney Spears. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah. So um, let's let's inform our, uh, I would say our viewers, of course, viewers, because <laughs> this is a visual medium. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about and our listeners a little about uh, Heaven on Earth um, and the I, album. I would love to. Um, long story short, uh, I had a couple tequilas, like two or seven. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, numbers don't matter. But, um, but yeah, and then I started telling Jill about how important uh, Britney Spears' album Blackout is. Yeah. It was made during the worst time of her life. It was made in 2007. Ah. Uh, you know, we had some head shaving. We had oh. some losing custody of kids. We had a lot of horrible things going on in her life um, that unfortunately the world knows about. Yeah. Um, but somehow out of it, this amazing album came into existence. And it is... I think it's ahead of its time. I think it's electronic music, not in a gross way. I think it's amazing (laughs) and European and just, and gorgeous. And it's something that I think would sound great in a Berlin nightclub. Yes. Um, I, I, again, I'm a bad gay. I have not heard this song before, but when you played it, just couple of days ago I'm like we have to do an episode on this song it doesn't sound like a, a traditional Britney song uh heaven on earth is my favorite album or my favorite song from this album it wasn't a single but um uh according to some rumors it was her favorite song uh-huh. off of the album and um it's just it's goddamn gorgeous I could listen to it all the time it It'll it'll tickle all your fancy gay bones, uh, even if you're not. Uh, unfortunately, if you're not gay, uh, yeah. <laughs> or or even Hang if around. you're you're not a Britney gay, yeah. if you're a Christina gay, you'll still like this song. <laughs> that's, that's, that could be a whole other uh, episode. Um, yeah, so I heard this and I'm like, we have to dissect this song. We have to, because it it just as every good pop song, it lays eggs in your brain. Yeah. And you're just thinking about it for days later. And, like, why do I know all the lyrics, even though I listened to it once? Is is there something about a pop song that is built to just stay in your head? 
and I did a little research and uh, yeah there is definitely a pattern and we're going to talk about this formula oh also hi I'm Jill Chacha (laughs) (laughs) I'm Marissa Riley (laughs) and this is well that's interesting Um, all right let's talk about okay now I found an amazing article that suggests there's eight elements that need to be present to ensure the poppiness and perhaps the popularity of the singer gaining commercial success. There's eight things. I added one more thing, so I think there's nine elements to a pop song. Amazing. Now, this article uh, is from sundownsessionstudio.com. Quote, the hit songwriting formula, very, very subtle. Uh, came out in August in 2019. Um, Now, their method was looking at the number one singles from 2018 to 2019, and they found each song contained all of these eight elements, um, and they contained each element in a certain arrangement, a formula, if you will. Now, what I think we should do is play a good, I don't know, maybe a good 45 seconds to a minute of Britney Spears is Heaven on Earth off the album off the album Blackout <laughs> so our audience can uh get acquainted with just the just the uh hold on to your seats folks this is, this is, it's like doing a couple of bumps of cocaine Definitely. okay <laughs> here we go here we go Good. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's begin with the first element. Sounds good. Time. Time. First element is time. Now, there's no real days anymore, uh, but <laughs> we, we can still count minutes. And you may have noticed most pop songs are at or around three minutes. Now, this isn't a coincidence. We've been hearing three-minute tracks for decades. Uh, we've been kind of conditioned Now, this goes back to the 78 vinyl record, uh, which was a promotional tool to get singles out to the public. This was before all the things that we know today. (laughs) You actually had to go someplace where someone handed you a physical thing to hear a fucking song. Now, one side contained about five minutes of space, if you can believe that. Uh, And producers found out that three minutes out of those five minutes was just the length to keep people interested and wanting more. Sounds now, about right. right? But Heaven on Earth, this fucking miracle, uh, it clocks in at about a hefty five minutes. It's 
You know why? Because it's amazing. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we can pull off That's right. the extra time. Now, he, yeah, exactly. This is how we can pull off this extra time. Element two, get to that fucking chorus quickly. Oh, yeah. And how quickly did we get to that chorus? Pretty fast. Pretty goddamn fast. Now, on average, songs get to the chorus in 45 seconds, but Britney Hall's fucking ass plowing through verses in such a speed, you can't even digest what you heard and how long you've been listening. It's like you're a time-traveling cokehead. Yeah. Basically. 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 Or at least you feel like one. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Hooks. Now, remember, we just heard less than a minute of this song. 45 seconds. Yeah, 45 seconds, exactly. <laughs> and we've got three of, well, of course, time now, but we've already got to the hook. Now, a hook is anything repeated. It could be a lyric that's sung, that's spoken, maybe a certain instrument that comes in, or maybe it's like a sigh or a sound like whoop, whoop, or a hey, hey, or something that... You can anticipate, and people want to sing along to. Uh, it's an example of consistency that makes people happy. That you sing in your car, you that that those words are coming up right before the chorus situation. Uh, yeah, I mean, should we play a little bit more? I think we should. All right, so it's all I can think about. All I can think of now. We heard the intro, we heard a verse, and we heard a chorus. Let's just, and there's a couple of hooks. There was like a hook that's like, there's like her whispering something. I feel in, you next to me. I feel you next to, like, yeah. <laughs> and that's a hook. It's like, it's right before, okay, let's, let's play a little bit more. Sounds good. I can't even count. Uh, you're heaven on earth. You're repeating the repetition of the intro in some way. Uh, just there. She's hyperventilating words, but it's all so familiar. It's all so familiar. It's it's repetitive and it's sexy. It's like yeah. I didn't think that this many sexy thoughts could be like thought of. And yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm looking at the lyrics now, and it's just blowing my mind. Yeah, let, let's hear some. Let's hear some. Okay, yeah. so is this what would be considered the pre-chorus? Um, I've waited all my life for you, or is this a uh, define that part for me? Um, let's take a look. So there okay well we can actually talk about pre-chorus in a minute so that oh, is sure. actually one of the elements um but there is a her hook which is so interesting okay so the song begins with your touch your taste your breath your i mean she goes through the whole anatomy of this person that's like the intro and then uh then you've got 
I waited all my life for you, my favorite kiss, your perfect skin, your perfect smile. That's a verse, but it's also in its own way a chorus that she squeezes oh. in between verses. It's and we're going to we're going to talk about all of that type of repetition but repetition that's balanced with something else. So let's let's talk about that. Excellent. Uh this entire song is in a major key. Um, most pop songs are in a major key. That's the fourth element, rather than a minor key. Now, major keys are interpreted as happy, spunky, feel good, gets him moving. It's a positivity. Um, like the supposed reason for the album title, Blackout, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, Blacking out. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> according to Brittany Lore, and I'm sure, I, I think there are interviews about this, but uh, when asked about the title, Brittany would say it's uh, in regards to blacking out the past mm. and not in regards to her activity at the time, <laughs> uh, which she would be photographed partying, you know, doing whatever a woman who is going through a lot would do. Yes. Not wearing shoes in a gas station. I get it. We've sadly at least done that twice. We've all been there. (laughs) And if you haven't been there. Are you living? Are you living? But also if you like shoes in a gas station, that's totally fine too. That's true. But as long as you're wearing a mask, honestly, that's fine. Don't yes. Wear- <laughs> you can go into you can go anywhere you want naked, just wear a mask. <laughs> Anything you want. Um where are we going with this? I have um, no idea. <laughs> oh, the title. It was uh, uh yeah, a lot of people thought it was in regards to a partying or some sort of cruel joke. I, I yeah. think a couple people could have advised differently, but I think it's intentional. They made yeah. it so um interpretive either way i guess yeah yeah we've learned to live with it and love it Mm -hmm. so oh i i love it i'm not gonna lie uh and i think our listeners have probably picked up that the fifth element is your bpm your beats per minute oh yeah um traditionally it's been at 120 beats per minute for your uh perfect pop song but in recent years there's been a rise in uh tempo for number one singles. And now the average BPM is 135. So everything wow. is getting faster. Uh, and you can interpret that as you wish, mm-hmm. as to why. Um, Heaven on Earth is definitely light speed, um, which makes it more leaning more towards Euro disco than pop. But absolutely. fuck, it's Britney, baby. It's, got, it's pop. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely pop. Uh, we were just talking about her verses. Um, they're pretty goddamn short. We're we're pulling them up right now. And I would say your average verse is maybe two, four, five, five, two, four, six, two, four, six, eight, like maybe no more than ten lines. They're they're short, they're sweet, they're not complicated. There's not a word in this song that isn't necessary. Yeah to what she's trying to say, which is obviously speaking about some sort of new love. Um, but... Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, so, yes. Element six. Keep your verses short. Now, this keeps the song memorable, relatable, uh, and short verses get you to the hook and the chorus faster. 
um, for immediate gratification for our listeners. Um, there is a shit ton of verses in this song. I'm not going to lie. I will not reveal the number of verses to this song. Yet. Um, but there is a lot. It is a uh, modern day um, Jane Austen, if you will. <laughs> uh, and But the BPM and the quick melody make it extremely digestible. Uh, it's, yeah, fucking candy. Now, this is something we brought up earlier, uh, the pre-chorus. Now, this is a few repeated words before the actual chorus. Um, It's anticipatory. It signals that the chorus is coming. So just when you think, like, the chorus is so satisfying. It's so satisfying. Yeah. But then, like, as any producer, drug dealer, pimp, (laughs) they're like, we can do more for you. We can do a pre-chorus. So there's, like additional words that you can align or two um yeah i think it would be here which one palest green i've ever seen the color of your eyes you're taking me so far away one look and you stop time so she repeats that a couple times and then we get to fell in love with you and everything that you are nothing i can do i'm really crazy about you when you're next to me it's just like like heaven heaven on on earth Earth. there you go that's exactly it on earth so yeah Thank you, listeners, for for working through that with me. Um, but yeah, it it sets you up. You you encounter it again before the chorus again. It it's amazing. Yeah, it's so intelligent. Palest, uh, we're looking at uh, we're actually so, looking at the yeah we're uh, looking at the lyrics, the lyrics like, right now, and the palest green comes up a lot. The palest green I've ever seen. The color of your eyes, and that. That is a pre-chorus. Um, there are also these whispers and hooks that that happen. It's it's pretty goddamn incredible. Um, let's play a few more few more seconds of this. Oh yes, please. Here we go. Awesome. Incredible. <laughs> so now you may have noticed there was a significant change in that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that leads us to number eight of this formula. Element eight. Now, all of this repetition can get boring, right? So I'm surprised that this article hit songwriting formula left out something incredibly important that I kind of added to it because I've read this um uh I, I I've we're gonna talk about a songwriter who brought this up also your chord changes mm-hmm. there are so many chord changes in this song yeah. between the verses between the chorus the number of instruments and the, that come and go now unexpected chord changes balance out the consistent melody now can you imagine listening to 11 verses of the same <laughs> melody? But we actually did. It's Her crazy. song is the same melody for five minutes, but we keep listening. And it keeps us entertained. It keeps us surprised. It keeps us interested. And 
we can enjoy the familiarity and surprises at the same time because the core changes that come in are just fucking dope. <laughs> just, they're they're amazing. Good. And there are parts of the song that are so eerie all of the sudden. They're, and yeah. it's because of that chord change. It's yes. it's borderline. She's singing about someone she loves, but because of the chord changes, it sounds almost obsessive at yes. times. Yeah. It's so obs- you're 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 wavering between the two. You're like, is she obsessed or is she in, in love? love? Yeah. Yeah. There's an enormous amount of emotion in this pop song, Euro disco, whatever. But there's, it, it, there is something unsettling, but also fun. And it's, it's a hell of a song. It's a hell of a song. Um, continuing with element eight, the chord changes. Max Martin, who wrote for Britney, writes for Britney, wrote for the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, every pop song that ever laid an egg in your brain, Max Martin had something to do with it. He's a legend. Um, so this is why I added chord changes to this formula. Uh, he points out, uh, he actually brought up Prince as a great example of melody and chord changes. Prince is his inspiration for this. Good inspiration. Yeah. So, uh, this is a quote from QZ.com from 2017. And he's talking about Prince here. Okay. Quote. For instance, take I Want to Be a Lover with Prince. The verse and the chorus of that song are exactly the same. And he's talking about the melody there. The melody is exactly the same. But as a listener, you don't really notice since the energy, the chords, of the chorus is completely different compared to the verse. Wow. Okay. Okay. he, He learned from the best. He learned from Prince. Amazing. Um... I want to briefly talk about some sciencey stuff. Um, now, his opinion is backed up by a study um, reported by NME.com and ConsequenceOfSound.net. So this sounds pretty <laughs> sounds reliable. But in this particular study, researchers analyzed eighty thousand chord progressions. Oh my god! From seven hundred songs. Now. The 700 songs, though, were picked from 1958 to 1991. So this is very not poppy American. This is pre-Britney, pre-all the amazing pop music that we know. So it's, 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 yeah. So anyway, the lyrics and the melody were removed. So they're not identifiable. All All the volunteers heard was the chord progressions and lo and behold the real, the results showed volunteers enjoyed a song the most when the uh the chord progressions were unexpected yeah very smart very very smart so yeah um melody is important but you gotta have a good chord progression not to bring joke writing into this yeah. but i am it's Let's hear it. it's a lot with joke writing is the way that you get someone to laugh as you come to an unexpected conclusion. So there you, you will be saying something as if you normally say it in conversation, but um, the punchline is something, to put it as, as plainly as possible, something the audience doesn't expect. Yeah. And it evokes a very specific reaction. Yeah. Um, 
which is it's just interesting to hear that that philosophy can be taken into music yeah um in terms of chords yeah i think as humans we're we love the familiarity we love the blanket of the familiar and then oh but oh you want to be surprised too there's like oh there's like I wasn't oh. expecting that. that. That tickles me. Mm. Yeah, there's a good, <laughs> that's a good balance of... Yum-zoos. Yes, there's a good balance of all of these things. Yeah. Uh, and finally, number nine, the ninth element, the hit songwriting structure. Okay? Oh. oh. So let's reverse her song all the way back to the intro. Uh, we're going to look for the intro. We're going to look for the verse. The pre-chorus, okay. Chorus, hook, into the second verse. So the structure once again: intro, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, hook, and then you keep repeating that until you get to the bridge, and then you get to your chorus of which you end on. Um, let's let's have a listen for a couple of couple of minutes. I'm into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go. Intro. Intro. Total intro. Total intro. Here we go. Your hands, your hands, your sweet, your love, your teeth, your tongue, your eye, your mind, your Verse one. Verse one. So that that tap tap, that was a hook. That tap tap was totally a hook. You've been saying hook this whole time, and I've been like nodding and going with it. And then I was like, (laughs) I feel like as a 30 year old. Britney person. Yeah. I should know what the word hook means, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to figure it out. The <laughs> cool thing about this song is that there's so many. There are so many. There's and now that a, I know a lot of is. rock songs have a standard hook of a whoop whoop, a what what, or hey hey, or whatever the fuck, or whatever. The, yeah. And like you sing it in your, yeah, you sing along, like you don't even think about it as a thing. It's just like, oh, it's just a sound in the song. But that tap tap, which you even did, like you even moved your hand to it. Yeah. It was like totally subconscious, but you did it, and that's that is a hook in this song. It's so funny because I get excited. I get like excited for that. Part. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's another one. I'm going to try to identify it when yeah. it happens, but let's listen a little more. Yeah. Okay, so this is we're going into the pre-chorus now. Yeah. Uh, Palest green I've ever seen is about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's Yeah, I feel like you repeat it. 
So it's actually two. That's interesting. Double four? Yeah. yeah. something we'll talk about it again in yeah. our next episode episode six that's coming up yeah uh again we have an instagram well that's interesting pod email us well that's interesting pod at gmail we want to hear your facts we want to know everything interesting about you we'll read them on the air i actually had i was supposed to read james's uh fact about cocaine i guess i'll do that next time but <laughs> we were just too damn excited to talk about britney spears i will do a special call out to britney spears fans right now i, I was about to say a call out to britney spears if she's listening <laughs> she's got a whole thing going on but um if you're a britney spears fan and you like a song that wasn't necessarily a single please write to us comment um i would love to talk about it yeah what what are your how do you feel when you're listening to these these songs, man? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, tell us, tell us everything. Please do. Um, all right, stay interesting. Please do. <laughs> 